Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. We got to get some more players and things, but I'm real confident that we can get it back to what is a respectable plus for the for the state of Arkansas. And to be honest with you, that's really what I'm worried about. I'm not worried about my job. I'm not worried about. I'm worried about the damn state of Arkansas and having them proud of our football team. Hell, I'm not right now, and I know they ain't, and I get it, but. It's, I'm the only one that can change it. So we're going to work like hell to get that done. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 103.7 The Buzz. With my boo tastes like too late for the One hour down, two hours to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogs Me Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It's a Trigger Tuesday here on Out of Bounds. We'll talk about what's bothering us in the world of sports here after a while. But we know each and every Tuesday here on Out of Bounds, we have the pleasure of being joined by Razorback offensive lineman Josh Braun. Thanks to Matt Black, All-State Insurance, and always had a chance to catch up with him, especially with the huge news uh, that happened with his offensive coordinator, Dan Enos, and where they go into the bye week as well. So without further ado, let's go ahead and hear from our guy, Josh Braun. Offensive lineman Josh Braun is brought to you by Matt Black with Allstate Insurance. Matt Black with Allstate can take care of your home, auto, boat, motorcycle, life, renters, and landlord insurance. Are you in good hands? All right, we're joined once again this week by Razorback offensive lineman Joshua Braun, thanks to Matt Black Allstate Insurance. And Josh, as always, man, we appreciate you joining us. How are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Yeah, I know it's been quite of a, a weekend, and there's a lot to unpack, of course, from what happened this weekend. But we got, just got to start with, of course, the big news of the Razorback offensive coordinator, Dan Enos, being relieved of his duties and you being on the offense and being a starter on this team. Just kind of walk us through that, that process and kind of what was your reaction to hearing the news that uh, they're going to be moving on from Dan Enos for the rest of the season? I mean, it's unfortunate. Um, in, in his time here, uh, I've got to know him. Um, he's a great guy. Uh, at the end of the day, he's a human being. He has a family. He has a mortgage. He has to pay the bills. And so let's not lose sight of the fact that he is a human being. He's another person that has to live life, and now he has to move um, wherever his life's in turmoil. So I feel for him in that regard. Um, but from a team standpoint, I support Coach Pittman and his decisions 100%. I believe he's taken us in the right direction. <clears throat> and I hope that our on-field product displays that uh, two Saturdays from now. Well, and I know that, of course, uh, you know, in the process of a player, you know, you kind of go in through, you know, a season with the coaches and the philosophy and everything. But for when you, you found out the news, just what was that like? Was it something that Coach Pittman came in and, and talked to everybody? Just what was that uh, moment and walk us through what all went down? In this day and age, um, it's very hard to keep news like that under wraps. I spoke with some of my, my teammates and the, the players that he was directly in contact with were made aware before the public. Um, I actually, my dad found out before me, so he let me know. I was actually in Walmart with my wife doing some shopping because it's the bye week and shopping's one of those things you don't get to do very much in the football season. It's something that I like to do. Um, yeah. So we went to Walmart. I was picking up some steaks to grill and my dad texted me the news and then we checked out. 
went to the car, called him, talked about it, and then um, just spent the rest of the day talking to the rest of the offensive line and making sure everyone was in the right headspace going into the bye week. So what would you say is, is the headspace that everybody's in right now? Because I'm sure that that's a difficult thing. And, you know, of course, the, we'll talk about the game against Mississippi State, but uh, just obviously trying to keep everything together and keep everybody, you know, moving forward, still playing for some. Just where, where, where's the team at just from you speaking with your teammates, especially on the offensive side mm-hmm. of the ball? None of us ever thought we'd be in this position going into the bye week. Um, I mean, no one starts the season saying, all right, we're going to go two and six. Let's do this thing. So we're, we're all very disappointed. Um, I feel, we as an offense feel embarrassed for the product we put on the field this past weekend. And just going forward, one of the things I've learned through my time in college football, because this will be the second, technically third, but second big coaching change. Um, that I've been a part of as a player, it, it sort of feels like once the coaching change is made midseason, a whole second season begins. And so we had the pre-bye week season, which was abysmal from an offensive standpoint. And now we have Coach Guyton, who's the interim OC. All the coaches are, are putting their input into the offense to try to put us as players in the best position possible we as players are starting to not starting to but we this is it we're two and six if we lose another game we don't make a bowl and so if there was any room for error last week there now is none we have to win four games to go to a bowl and if we don't we're not going to a bowl which is a direct reflection of us as players and so going into the bye week i think we're we're getting excited to change the narrative. Um, I saw something today. It was a quote that I, I wanted to repeat. I forgot to write it down, so I, I'm going to paraphrase. And it was actually uh, people misattribute this quote to C.S. Lewis. Because I, I like C.S. Lewis, so when I saw that he said this, I was like, oh, that's cool. I'm going to go look it up. And when I, in my research, I realized that C.S. Lewis never said that. They don't know who says it. But it's, uh, it's something along the lines of you can't go back and change the beginning, but you can start right now and change the ending. And so we're two and six. No matter how much we moan and complain about being two and six, no matter what coaching changes we make, what player changes we make, at the end of the day, we're still two and six. We can't go back and replay Mississippi State. We can't go back and replay BYU. So going into the bye week, we're two and six. Now, after the bye week, we could go undefeated. We could go 4 now. That would get us to a bowl game. That's our main focus right now, is putting the best product on the field from an offensive standpoint so that at the end of the year, we can say we had a problem, we changed it, we came together as coaches and as players as a team to win games and put the program into a bowl game um, this would be, what is it, the third year in a row that we've gone to a bowl? Technically fourth, cause but they didn't go to one in the COVID year because it got caught mm-hmm. off. But they were going to bowl games. So, yeah, fourth bowl invite. Fourth bowl appearance invite, which would, uh, it would be huge for the program. Um, I know the seniors on this team, when they were freshmen, it was, they had to struggle similar to how we're struggling this season. And for them to bring the program out of the depths to what they had when they won the Outback Bowl and the the success that they had on the field last season, they want their legacy to be, we stumbled a bit, we fixed it, we course corrected and overcame all the adversity, all the doubters to go 4-0 after the bye week, make it to a bowl game, and that's going to be their legacy. And so we're all trying to just come together and help them realize that dream. So Josh, uh, you know, we'll look ahead into the the bye week and then just kind of moving forward. But I, I just like your opinion because obviously, uh, you mentioned the the game against Mississippi State, three points scored. I know there's been some struggles with the offense a lot this year, but uh, to to have three points scored and only be in the red zone once, just what in your mind, what was it that went wrong with the offense on Saturday? Yeah, I, I think across the board, and I don't think I'm out of line in saying that we were all we are all embarrassed for what we did. We um, played with a lack of passion, a lack of desire, that um, it was evident when we watched film that something wasn't right. 
um, whether we weren't mentally in the right mindset going into the game, uh, that ultimately doesn't matter. At the end of the day, we did not perform well. Um, I, I feel deeply sorry for the defense because they played one heck of a game. If you hold the opponent to under se- or seven points, you should expect to win that game 99.9% of the time. Um, so to see them play with the effort they did and for us as an offense not to match that, um, it's embarrassing. Uh, I mean, we have to walk the halls with them. Uh, it's, they, don't, they do a good job of not directly blaming us, but you don't have to directly blame us when it is apparent. And so that's something that we're going to have to deal with because they're doing their job to put us in the best situation to win. The only reason we scored three points is because they intercepted it on the 20. So for them to put us in situations that we should have success in and for us not to up, uphold our end of the bargain is it's deeply uh, shameful. Well, Josh, now that uh, you got to turn the page and we get, you know, heading to the bye week and it was uh, mentioned, of course, Kenny Guyton, the wide receiver coach, will now take over the offensive play calling duties and also be coaching quarterbacks. Just what do you feel like in the bye week and heading into it, the offense itself, is it going to change? Is it going to be something new, something different? Like just kind of how is this new offensive coordinator coming in with Kenny Guyton? Like what is it going to look like and what are the things that you guys are going to work on here in this bye week getting ready for Florida? I think during the bye week we have to rediscover our passion for the game. Why are We need to learn our why. And if it's changed since the last time we sat down and had that conversation with ourselves, we need to discover it and apply it through practice and through our film sessions, weight room sessions. Just we need to start playing the game passionately. And that's something that we're going to focus on in the bye week. And it's something that we need, we, for us to win, we need to play with passion. We need to play with desire and we need to want to win. I think the, the dangerous thing about losing is that you realize that it's not the end of the world. You lose one game and you're like, oh, this is horrible. We lost one game. You lose two games, you're like, oh, no, our season. When you lose five, it doesn't have the same kick. And that's the dangerous thing about losing because winning is hard. It's hard to win. It's a lot easier to lose. And once the facade breaks and you realize that it's easy to lose, and if you start feeling like it's not that big of a deal to lose and it becomes okay to you to lose, that's when your season's lost. And so we need to rediscover that it is not okay to lose. We are winners. We need to win. It's hard to win. But at the end of the day, it's much more rewarding to win and have success on the field than it is to just get home and take a nap because the game ended. And that's something that we're going to be harping on this bye week just to get mentally in tune with the game. Um, I won't go into too much detail about how we're going to change the offense or if we're going to change the offense because right now I feel like that's in our benefit. Um, I mean, if we're, if we're looking ahead to two weeks, Florida has their biggest game of the year right now. They're playing Georgia, so they're not even focused on us. So next week comes around, we have a whole new offensive coordinator. Our offense could be completely different. They don't know what to prepare for. So I'm going to keep that under wraps. I'm going to let someone else spill the beans. So uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe talk to the wide receivers. They might know more than me. <laughs> Speaking with Josh Braun, uh, Arkansas offensive lineman here, thanks to Matt Black, All-State Insurance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Josh, now, you know, of course, you go looking at everything, too, and, and moving forward and everything. Um, you know, you look at it as, you know, get, get into a bowl game and you talk about re- rejuvenating the energy and just kind of the, the passion that you have. It sounds, it sounds great, but I, how difficult can that be to rejuvenate it? You know, I've just always wondered maybe the bye week helps because you got a little bit more time to get to that point. But mm-hmm. I feel like bye weeks are a lot about physically getting healthier, but also in this case, mentally getting healthier. So just how do you rejuvenate that passion that you need as a team to go out there and compete? I mean, I think everyone does it differently. Um, and we were talking today as a team that there are real problems in the world that you can't fix. Um, you could have personal issues um, or things that happen to you that are outside of your control. And so although we are hitting this period of adversity, we are very blessed because we're the reason for the adversity. We're bringing it on ourselves. We're beating ourselves. So as soon as we 
stop beating ourselves and just play the game as we know to play it, as we've been coached to play it, and be the players that we can be, then we're going to start having success. And even though it's a big problem, it's a problem that we can fix and only we can fix, which gives us excitement and something to look forward to going into practice this week. And, um, I mean, that rejuvenates me, um, just knowing that I'm, I'm the only one who can get myself better, that I have ownership over my play and my responsibilities on the field. And if I take full accountability for my actions on the field and do the necessary steps needed to get better, then the offense will work better as a whole. Um, we said today that we're only one eleventh of the offense. And a lot of the plays Saturday – Ten people were doing their job well. One person wasn't, whether it was miscommunication or um, just a, a missed assignment. It halted the offense every time. And so that, that person changed play to play. Um, I was at a couple plays. Um, it just we, – we weren't cohesive as a unit. We weren't 11 whole 11s playing together. It was always 10 or 9, and that hindered us. <clears throat> and so – just this bye week is a good time to just all of us to I don't want to say just keep coming together because that's been the narrative all season. We just got to come together and strive and win. And we haven't been doing that, but just because it's not happening doesn't mean that's not true that that's the solution. It just means that we haven't been doing it. And so I don't know, maybe we'll hang out this weekend because we don't have a game and then that will be the spark that starts the offense. But at the end of the day, we just, have to be an offense and come together. <laughs> well, that, I was actually going to ask you about uh, bye weeks because, you know, I, I've always been curious, you know, you get into the routine of, especially with you guys, every Saturday having a game and the amount of traveling you guys are having to be doing for a lot of those games. So when the bye week hits, just what is that like on that weekend? It, obviously, I'm sure you're still having some sort of practices or uh, film or whatever, but what do those weekends usually look like, at least for you, whenever uh, you do have a bye week in between big games, especially in the middle of the year? Um, I think the last time I was a part of a bye week um, was my sophomore year, and I believe I went with my wife's family to SeaWorld. Um, so I didn't really hang out with any of my teammates because I went to SeaWorld, but I think everyone just takes it differently. I know a couple guys are going to go hunt because it's hunting season and you just don't have time during football, but... I'm sure some people are just going to play video games the whole time, but if that's what they need to rejuvenate their mind and their body to perform better in practice and on the field, then more power to them. Uh, like I said, I went, I went shopping the other day, or uh, yesterday. It's been a long 24 hours. Yeah, I bet. Uh, so, I mean, just doing the little things in life that you're not able to do during the season. I think uh, this is my wife and I's first true fall where the trees are changing color. So I believe Friday or maybe Saturday we'll go for a hike and just see the, the trees. I think we'll go back to a Yellow Rock Overlook. I think that's the name of the place. But um, So, I mean, that's my weekend plans. Uh, I spent the past hour when I got home trying to fix my uh, computer at home. So it's just doing the little things that you can't do during the season. So yeah. just being a normal person, I guess. Yeah, well, it's funny because obviously uh, at the game on Saturday, um, I don't know how you felt about it, but like there in the stands, I was like, I felt like I was hot. Like it was, I didn't feel like it was mid October here in Northwest mm -hmm. Arkansas, which I know this is your first year up here, but that's not a normal thing. Our weather is pretty crazy in Arkansas <laughs> as it is, but like when I'm sitting there and it's in middle October and I, I'm like, I feel like I'm burning up. Like it's almost like a late mm -hmm. September game. It was, it was quite a weird thing. So yeah, once, mm -hmm. once the weather starts actually changing and it gets to fall, it's actually a lot more enjoyable. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. I don't know. I was still cold on Saturday. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, that with you, then that would be the case. Uh, yeah, that's for, for sure. So, uh, because I know we'll talk more about it next week when uh, you're going to, to on the road to play Florida, mm -hmm. a team that you used to be at. But I, I'm just curious as far as your your family and, and maybe some friends and everything. You know, I know parents and everybody travel for games as it is. But uh, are you expecting to have uh, quite a big group that's going to be down there in Florida? Oh yeah, and probably checking out the game. Definitely. Um, I mean, I've been asking teammates for tickets for the past eight months. So uh, um, I think uh, at least 12, and that's the bare minimum of just family members that will be there. And then if I get more tickets, I'll invite some others. But um, I know that I have some friends in Gainesville that are going to the game. They've already told me. Um, 
I have uh, family friends that are also going, and my father-in-law's neighbor is going to the game because he's been a season ticket holder for the past 30 years, and so it's definitely uh, my own little homecoming. Well, and I think that that's a pretty fascinating thing, too, because, you know, obviously with the adversity that you as a team and you just in general have been going through this year, I know you're you're obviously very religious. You're, you very lean on your faith a lot, which I know a lot of people appreciate. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in, in times of these adversities, uh, is there certain people that you go to, whether it's your wife, do you talk to your dad, your family? Just Are there certain people that you really talk to maybe a little bit more when times are pretty tough and you kind of lean on them a little bit? Yeah, I think... Um in the past, my family, uh, so my grandfather and my dad's, well, my grandfathers on both of my parents' sides were pastors, um, but my grandfather on my dad's side, when I was growing up, he was the, um, not moral compass, but sort of the, he was the patriarch of our family. Yeah. And so he was the one we'd all go to for advice, um, religious counseling, anything like that. Uh, so when he passed away my freshman year, we, uh, it sort of morphed into me more leaning more on my father for that in that regard. And so um, I just talked to him after every game, um, just run through all scenarios. We, uh, at least my family likes to be ready. For, we're, we're prepared for anything because we like to plan and we like to hash out hypotheticals and, and take everything to the very end and see where it would go. And so we're... We just like to talk about those things. So, I mean, Saturday and Sunday both, I talked to my dad for an hour, and then on Friday I talked to him for 30 minutes just about various things that could happen with uh, just in life in general. And so uh, if I had an answer to that, I would definitely say uh, my dad, and then uh, me and my brothers are close. We, we talk frequently. So. Well, and I think, and this is just me from my personal experience, like I've had, you know, things whenever you hit certain you know, trials and whatnot, you know, and you get kind of going through it and you come out on the other end in a lot better spot. It's maybe a, something that helps you strengthen yourself whenever you go through that. And I know that you're still obviously in college and still uh, relatively young, but has there been maybe sometimes in your, whether it's your football playing career or just in life in general, that you've experienced this adversity and came out better on the other end that maybe helps you also kind of deal with this as an individual and kind of builds up your strength a little bit to handle it a little bit easier. I mean, definitely. I, I mentioned before that this is my, my second time going through a coaching change and the lessons that I learned during the first time I'm applying now, I'm trying to help my teammates who haven't gone through this before understand what's going on and the repercussions of this event as a whole and what it could mean for them. And just, I've, I've done this before. So I understand what goes on. I knew, I knew it was coming. Not not this particular um, instance, but it's when you're around college football long enough, you can see the signs and you know at some point something's going to happen just because you need a scapegoat or it's just the way college football works. And so I've been not letting this impact how I play or how I approach the game, but in the back of my head, I've been expecting something to happen um, just because I, I've been there before and I've seen the signs, but I know that what I've gone through before at the end of the day, I'm here now and it's a better situation and I'm happier. I'm, um, I'm in a, a much better situation with much greater opportunities now than I was back then. And I had to go through that period of turmoil to, fully realize the blessings and benefits that I have now. Well, and also, like, say this Florida game. I know that's, that's your next game and still a, a couple of weeks away, but I'm, I'm just curious, too. Is it one of those things to where if you, as soon as you all experience that win, like you say if you go down to Florida and you, and you win and you, you get that SEC win and you, you end this losing streak like that, does it just feel like maybe one of those things, as soon as you do it, it kind of just makes it open up a little bit to where now it's like... <laughs> the confidence is back up. You feel like you could finish a lot stronger. Is it just something like just taking it to where you can finally mm-hmm. see it on the scoreboard at the end to where all, all it takes is that little push to get you guys going and feeling that once again? Definitely. Uh, Coach Pittman told us today that to his knowledge and his understanding, Arkansas has never won a game in the swamp. Um, I don't know how accurate that is. It's true. Um, well, if, if you say it's true, I'm going to use that. So to do something that's never been done before, 
in a season that we're having such as this, it would mean the world to the team as a whole, but individually it would mean the world to me. Um, I jokingly said um, over the summer to one of my buddies, I was like, I don't care if we lose any game as long as we beat Florida. Um, <laughs> I didn't know how true that would be. So <laughs> yeah. if I could go back in time and change my words, I probably would. Yeah. But at the end of the day, this is, to me, this is the biggest game of the season. Um, closely followed by Missouri, um, just because I hate Missouri. Um, Same. That's a personal thing. Same. That's actually part of why I went to Arkansas, because I was like, oh, I hate Missouri, y'all hate Missouri, hey, it's perfect. Oh, then it worked <laughs> out perfectly then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so yeah, I mean, this, it was funny, because when I was at Florida, we would always say, we're this, we're, insert team name here, we're their Super Bowl. When USF came and played us, we were like, oh, we're USF Super Bowl, we're going to get their best game. Tennessee, we're as well, we're Tennessee Super Bowl, this is their biggest game. So now to be on the other side of that, I'm like, yeah, this is the freaking Super Bowl. This is my biggest game. This is the most important to me. And so it's just funny how things work out. <laughs> All right, well, last one before I let you get out of here. I know this may sound really cliche, but I think it's just because, you know, in, in, at least in my business, I have to deal with a lot of the fans. And as you can imagine, I'm sure you've been, uh, you know, maybe seen some of it, like, I, I can't even keep up with the ridiculousness of a lot of it, but also uh, the un understandable frustrations that fans have too. So mm -hmm. as a player on the team and with all the uncertainty going on right now, just what would your message be to all the fan base for the Razorbacks? If they're, they're upset, they're wanting, you know, to blow everything up, you know, just you cut it all out. Like what would you be your message to those who are just on, on the edge and, and really not enjoying this and, and wanting it to all come to an end? Just what would your message be for them? So as I was leaving the game Saturday, I was walking to my car, and as I got to the parking lot, this um, this lady Razorback fan got out of her car and walked up to the edge of the parking lot and yelled at us. And she said, no matter what, we still love y'all. And that meant a lot to me as a player because, I mean, at the end of the day, you're, you're two and six. You're not winning any games for them. They're paying hard-earned money that they worked hours and hours for. They drove however many hours they drove to be at the game, and for us to put that on the field, I, I understand their frustrations. Um, they're, they're spending their money to come watch us play. And we're, again, they're entering into a, a social contract where they're going to support us on the field. It's our end of the deal to go perform well and win games for the state of Arkansas so that they can have a proud college football team in their state that they can show off to everyone. And so I understand their frustrations. I want to thank them for their continued support um, throughout this season with uh, all the emotions, the negative emotions, because we've been losing so much. I, I see them. I, I feel them. I hear them. I, I apologize that it hasn't gone better. Um, but at the end of the day, just thank you for your support. Um, I, I respect fans incredibly because I'm not necessarily a fan of any team that I'm not on. Um, I, I don't... When I was a kid and I'd watch my brothers play, and when they lose, it would ruin my whole weekend. And then like, when I was like 14, I, I realized, I was like, why am I doing this to myself? <laughs> and for them to willingly do that to themselves, put their mood for the weekend in our hands, it's, it's something that we're responsible for, and it's a great honor to be in that position. And so I, I respect the I respect them very much. I, I thank you. That's, that's all I can say. Well, Josh, as always, man, we really appreciate you joining us and uh, appreciate you coming on. I know it's uh, been a crazy few days for you, a crazy season for you in general, but we always appreciate it and uh, get some much needed uh, rest and uh, focus up because I know you got a big game coming up against Florida, and we look forward to catching up with you next week to talk more about it. Sounds good. I'm looking forward to it.
Here's Justin and Wes in the zone, courtesy of Chris Crane Hyundai of Conway. Shop Chris Crane Hyundai's selection of new and pre-owned vehicles online at ChrisCraneHyundai.com. It's Clint Sterner in the zone each week, brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai of Conway on your fun and game station, 103.7 The Buzz. Sports Arkansas football head coach Sam Pittman spoke to the media yesterday on the firing of Dan Enos. Here's what he had to say led to the decision. You know, the first thing I want to say is Dan worked extremely hard. Was in the building all the time, put a lot of hours into it and things of that nature. It just it just wasn't working. So yesterday morning we decided to make a change there. And the NBA returns tonight. There will be a doubleheader on TNT. First up, the Lakers and the Nuggets will face off at 6.30. Then at 9, the Warriors will take on the Suns. Phoenix will be without Bradley Bill as he's recovering from a back injury. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Join Morning Mayhem this Friday, broadcasting live from Fletcher Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram in Sherwood. Start your trick or treating with a trip to Fletcher Dodge this Friday morning on 103.7 The Buzz. Football fans, tailgate season is here, which means it's time to score touchdowns and savings for your vehicle. At All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros, we offer incredible deals and service like your daddy used to get with the financing options that fit your budget. With our team by your side, you'll get MVP service along with the traction and confidence you need to stay on the road. Visit us online today at allabouttireandbrake.com. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros. Love the drive. Hurry up, dude. The game's about to start. Nothing beats spending the day watching the game with your buddies. Dude, I'm literally right here. Let's do this. Which is why a shelter insurance renter's policy is key to your winning game plan. It protects things your landlord's policy doesn't. Uh, dude, where's your TV? What? No way, dude. Like that flat screen TV that just got stolen. See agents Steve Ferguson in Little Rock, Bo Beavis in Cabot, or Daniel Vickers in Sherwood. I'm living the life that I lived before I started having knee pain 10 years ago. Meet Julie, a woman who makes the most of every moment in life. But over the last years, those moments were filled with agonizing pain until she discovered QC Kinetics. Finally, the pain got so bad that people around me are like, oh, when are you getting your knee replaced? I was walking, hobbling. I listened to my last QC Kinetics commercial and I said, I'm done. I got to find out about this. What Julie found out was that QC Kinetics treats pain associated with osteoarthritis with regenerative therapy taking your body's own healing properties and concentrating them in the areas where you feel pain, helping heal and restore those damaged areas. No harmful steroids, surgery, or downtime. It changed how I'm living. I'm able to do the things that I wasn't able to do for a long time. Get back your life before the pain. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. At Southern Floor Coating, coatings are all they do, and they won't be beat on price. Factory-trained installers using the purest form of polyurea with UV stability for all your outside projects. When you call, you'll talk with a professional interested in your project, not a voicemail. Don't trust a fly-by-night company that may not be in business next year. Transform your patio, porch, or pool deck and call the real pros at Southern Floor Coating. 501-402-4912 or take a look at southernfloorcoating.com. Have questions about retirement, investments, or your money? Call our financial hotline. Dial 501-381-5228 and leave a voicemail with your specific financial question and our experts will answer it on the Get Ready for the Future show Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Get your financial questions answered by the pros. 501-381-5228. Call now. Securities offered through LPL Financial Member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through Independent Advisor Alliance. Independent Advisor Alliance and Genwell Financial Advisors are separate entities from LPL Financial. Make it the event that everyone wants to attend by getting your meat for tailgates, parties, or just family get-togethers at Hogs Meat Market. Hogs Meat Market. The steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. How does Sam Pittman celebrate being bowl eligible? Well, I believe I'm going to have me old cold beer. <laughs> and that's kind of what I like to do, you know. Do so you need any company? Anybody want to come, but bring some, you know what I mean? <laughs> Thank B-Y-L-B, you, B-Y-L-B, baby. On 103.7 The Buzz. Wait a minute, this love started off so tender, so sweet. 
Now she got me. Smoking out the window. Bet Saracen is Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. Bet Saracen is as close to your cell phone. Just go to the App Store and download the Bet Saracen app or go to betsaracen.com. NBA action starting tonight. You have the Lakers taking on the defending champs, Nuggets, and the Nuggets are a five and a half point favorite. The over-under is 228.5. Suns taking on the Warriors. Warriors, two-and-a-half-point favorite. Over-under is 235. So those are some of the lines you can get on Bet Saracen. Also, if you look at NBA futures, the Bucks are plus 350 to win the NBA championship. Celtics plus 375. You can get all the lines on Bet Saracen, whether it's college football, NBA, NFL, Soon to be college basketball, NHL, in-game prop bets, specials, double R props. It's all there on Bet Saracen. For the most accurate and up-to-date sports wagering info, you need to be on the Bet Saracen app. It's simple. Just go to the App Store and download the Bet Saracen app or go to BetSaracen.com. Be sure to check out the video of How to Play featuring Jancy Sheets. It is out of bounds here on a Trigger Tuesday. Going to have a little shorter segment, but really appreciate uh, Razorback offensive lineman Josh Braun joining us and also Matt Black, Allstate Insurance, for making it possible. And uh, it's always great to catch up with them. In fact, we had a lot of people like on our Southern Structural Solutions text line uh, who were uh, very complimentary of Josh, just uh, from the 501, says, what a great get for Matt Black, Allstate Insurance, and sponsoring that segment. And uh, also from a different 501, says, uh, that guy may have some development to go to be a great offensive lineman, but he is a top-notch spokesperson and a top-notch individual as well as uh, a different 501 saying, tell Josh that we still love him. And also uh, from a different 501 saying, the young man may not be the best of offensive linemen, but he's going to be a great success in whatever he decides to do in life. So, yeah, it's uh, great. It's great to have him on. And, you know, again, just can't tell you how fun it is to not only talk with him, even though it'd be, I'm sure he'd rather talk to us about wins. <laughs> not exactly... Uh, the most uh, fun situations to be in in discussions. But, hey, guy's always on time. He, he always does his interview. He always stays late and, and talks about stuff and, uh, you know, gives a lot of insight. So we uh, love having him on and uh, really appreciate Matt Black, Allstate Insurance, for making that possible for us each and every week. Because I was trying to think, I guess, uh, I think that we have him on until after, I think, December 4th might be the final uh, interview after That's the regular the weekend season. of SEC championship. Yeah, so uh, we still got uh, about a month, month and a half of uh, Josh Braun going on. And also, I uh, want to let everybody know out there, too, that for Razorback basketball, we are attempting to get L. Ellis, the new Razorback guard, here on Out of Bounds via an NIL deal, which is a sponsored segment. So uh, he, he's all in and everything. We're just working on it. So if you're somebody who would like to sponsor that segment. It's a great sponsorship, and it's great to have student-athletes each and every week. And uh, L. Ellis is a, is a great guy who is uh, not only very well-spoken, but the transfer from Louisville, and he's a guy who's going to play a lot of minutes this year and be really good for Arkansas. So if you are interested in sponsoring that segment with L. Ellis, just email sales at signalmedia.com, and uh, we can get you all set up and squared away for that, too. It's just amazing how we, we can do that now. I still can't get over it. We can still... <laughs> Interviewing collegiate athletes during their time at the at school and paying them for it and being sponsored. What a concept. It's a different day for sure. Yeah, it's only taken forever for us to get to that point, but it's nice to have too. So, uh, but yeah, appreciate uh, everybody that's been listening into that, into those interviews, and I'm sure we'll have Peyton Stovall for baseball too once that comes around. Uh, so we're looking forward to that. Uh, let's see. So I uh, did have some... Uh, other news that we uh, will dive into as far as Trigger Tuesday. So we'll probably do that around 3.30 because we are a little bit behind. But uh, we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll get your Razor Hog update presented by True Service. Have uh, some other things that have been happening in the world of sports for the Razorbacks. And continue to take your phone calls and text messages here on a Trigger Tuesday. So stay with us. we got more Out of Bounds coming up next. The 
end of the year is near, and Guatney is pulling out all the stops to remain Pulaski County's number one Buick GMC dealer. Big pre-owned inventory, and even bigger discounts on new Buicks and GMCs, even with manufacturer price increases. Guatney Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock is selling new 2024 models at 2023 prices. You've seen the news. The time to trade is now. Before the current auto industry climate skyrockets used prices and all new inventories depleted. Don't wait. Call Guadney 501-945-4444. It's the end of the year blowout. Only at Guadney, Buick, GMC, and North Little Rock. Interest rates as low as 0.9%. And get new and pre-owned vehicles with no payments for the rest of the year. Stop by Guadney Buick GMC and register to win a new Hummer. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. 501-945-4444. Guadney Buick GMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. At Eat My Catfish, fall is our favorite time of the year, and football season isn't the only thing making a comeback. Available now, our famous shrimp gumbo and Cajun boudin balls make their return to the menu. Order online at eatmycatfish.com. Eat local, eat fresh. Eat My Catfish. This is David Dunn with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Do you own or operate Max, Volvos, Freightliners, Kenworths, Peterbilts, or international trucks? We can offer you the same dealership-level computer diagnostics with highly trained and professional mechanics without dealership wait times and cost. Whether you're a municipality, fleet, or small business with one truck, come see why our customers have made us the highest-rated independent repair shop in Arkansas. Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Take exit 7 on I-440 or call 568-2180. R.J. Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. And Chris, I know interest rates are high right now. That's what everybody's talking about. But if you're thinking about a project, whether it be a commercial project or you want to build a house, now's the time to come talk to you about what those future plans may look like. You know, R.J., no matter what the business environment may be, we're always there to sit down with our customers and talk about their future plans and what's going on with their businesses. And that's one thing about Southern Bank is they're a community bank. They want to be your partner. Partnering with our customers is a key to how we do business. And Chris, you know, we talk about those interest rates being high, but the one good news out of that is deposit rates. We have some great CD and checking account rates. Just give us a call and see what one of our personal bankers can do for you. If you want more information about interest rates or those deposit rates that we just talked about, call Chris and his team today at 501-424-0900 or go online at bankwithsouthern.com. Southern Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Out of bounds on location Friday with the team from Camping World at Simmons Bank Arena for the Arkansas Outdoor Expo. Tour over 50 fully staged RVs, take advantage of special RV Expo pricing, enter to win a new RV, and much more this weekend with Camping World at Simmons Bank Arena. Justin Anchor with Laura Beth from Coffin by Design West, where we always talk about getting everything you need for your home, but they also are your one-stop shop for tailgating. We are so happy football's back, Laura Beth, and Coffin by Design West has just what you need. Yeah, we do. We have smokers, coolers, grills, and even solo stoves for all those chilly game days. So if you want to stock up and get ready for your favorite tailgate, get out to Coffin by Design West. It's out west past Taylor Loop, 14900 Cantor Road. You can find out more about all the things they have to offer at CoffinLumber.com. Jackalope Cycling is passionate about the Arkansas outdoors. To help you enjoy this beautiful state, Jackalope offers an array of bike rentals to get you on the trails. What about fly fishing from a bicycle? You can't do that, but Jackalope also offers fly rods, reels, waders, fly fishing accessories, outdoor and camping gear. Yeah, it'll be tough riding a bicycle and waders. But you can still enjoy the Arkansas outdoors with Jackalope Cycling in Russellville or JackalopeCycling.com. Get only the best customer service and the best selection of meats at Hogs Meat Market, where they have sliced boar head deli meats and cheeses. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Complete, lots of room. Jaden Wilson's got a chance to go inside the 40, inside the 30, to the 20, to the 10. Touchdown, Arkansas. Touchdown, Arkansas. Isaac Tesla threw the home run block. Jaden Wilson scores the touchdown, and they're excited at War Memorial Stadium. On 1037 The Buzz. Her 
Daddy had a heart like a nine-pound hammer Think he even did a little time in the slammer What was I thinking? She snuck out one night and met me by the front gate Her daddy came out waving that 12-gauge We tore out the drive, he peppered my tailgate What was I thinking? Oh, I knew there'd be hell to pay But that crossed my mind a little too late Cause I was thinking that a little white tank top Sitting right there in the middle by me so I was thinking about a long-kissed man Just gotta get going It is Out of Bounds here on 103.7 The Buzz Live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios Appreciate everybody listening in. We'll have a few more things to get to, as well as your phone calls and Razor Hog update. But i got to tell you that Guadney Chevrolet, still the month of October, is having their great deal going on right now for trade a phone for a car program. I promise you there's no other car dealership doing this in the state of Arkansas, much less the United States of America. And I know that each and every one of us have those old phones. I even was making fun of my dad the other day because he's the type of guy that keeps every single phone that he's ever owned. Whether it's the bag phone, whether it's the flip phone, whether it's the brick phone, whatever it is, he's probably still got them in a junk drawer somewhere, so I know a lot of you do too. So trade it in. Put some down payment allowance with the new vehicle from Guatney Chevrolet where you can get anywhere between $500 to $700 in down payment allowance. And they have plenty of inventory on all the different vehicles to choose from. And on top of that, you're going to have no car payments for the rest of the year. No payments until after New Year's. So if you got the phone, you don't like making payments for the rest of the year, you want to save a little bit more money on getting some Christmas gifts for the kiddos and traveling on Thanksgiving, whatever it is, then Guani Chevrolet is going to take care of you on that front. They got the 2023 Silverado still in stock, plenty, plenty of them, plenty of them. Brand new, 0% financing with approved credit, and also 2.9% on 2024 Equinoxes. They have those going on, too, and they have full-size vehicles. They got SUVs. They got Tahoes. They got it all. So check them out today. You can see them very conveniently located right there off the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville, 1301 TP White Drive. But you can also shop them online at GuatneyChevrolet.com. It's one of the many reasons why they are Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. So check them out today at Guatney Chevrolet and GuatneyChevrolet.com. Again, it's a Trigger Tuesday. We'll do uh, that later in the show. But Matt McLaren of ES, uh, I shouldn't call it ESPN, I should say uh, 96.7 The Ticket, out of Dallas. He'll be joining us in the next segment. Talk a little Rangers baseball with him. Uh, but before we uh, move on to that, let's uh, squeeze Victor and Cersei here on the line. What's up, Victor? Hey, man, just my opinion. Uh, the O-line lost too much weight. For him not to think about playing his backup quarterback during a six-game losing streak, and then to run off your offensive coordinator, it's just crazy. I think he's toast. You're talking about Pittman, I assume. I'm talking about Pittman. Okay. Well, it may happen. I appreciate it. I appreciate it, fellas. <laughs> just, my, just, just a thought. Thanks, Victor. Appreciate it, Victor. Uh, yeah, I mean, Sam Pittman may end up being toast, but uh, as far as the the weight loss and everything, man, I don't know. I think there's a lot more problems going on as far as their, their weight and everything. It's it's just everything's bad going on with the offensive line. I haven't really been able to do anything effectively this year. Well, there was the talk, and especially coming from Coach Pittman, that they wanted to go into this season more physical, not only on the offensive line, but just the team as a whole. And you saw that with strength and conditioning in the offseason, players putting on weight, some players maybe getting in better shape, but there was an emphasis put on being more physical, and we just haven't seen that from this team altogether. No, and that's the thing where... I almost gave up on the idea of weight and you know losing it and then gaining it and gaining it and then losing it and then losing the bad weight but gaining the good weight. I, I have no idea like what's the best thing to do. Like, I have no idea what's the best body to have or the body type to have or anything like that. It's just more I'm getting to the point where I'm like, does it work or not? If it doesn't work, okay, then, then something's wrong. Like, I don't know what's right. I feel like how many times have we heard coaches come in at Arkansas and be like, hey, we're going to lose this weight or we got to gain this weight. And they're gonna give up the muscles. And thing was when Brett Bielma was here, they had everybody like do weigh-ins and like had their shirts off. And it was like, look at these guys. I was like, I don't know if it's good or not. I have no clue. But <laughs> sounds good. Different philosophies to it. That's all. It's just like we talk about coaching. How it's different ways to go about coaching. Just different philosophies on how the strength and conditioning coaches believe is the most effective way and the best way get the players in shape and get them on the field ready to go. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of issues going on with this team, and uh, hopefully the, the problems with the, 
whether it's the offensive line or just strength and conditioning, whatever it is, I don't care what your body type is. Get out there and be better. That's 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 what it needs. I don't care if you're a big old dude with a lot of fat or if you're just a dude that's shredded like a Greek god. I do not care. Go out there and play the football game really well. That's what I like. That's what I want to see, regardless of your position. All right, we just got a few minutes here, so let's go ahead and jump into your Razor Hog update presented by True Service. Guys, I've got just one thing I want to say to you. Touchdown, Arkansas! Arkansas wins the national championship! The Arkansas Razorbacks have completed the dream season! On by 90! This is your Razor Hog update on Out of Bounds, presented by True Service Community Federal Credit Union, where they offer new mortgage loans, refinancing, auto loans, and small business loans. Online at trueservice.net. All right, so for your Razor Hog updates, a little something different for the, uh, aside from the football side of things, too, because we talked about yesterday, uh, Arkansas and Florida will be taking on each other there in Gainesville at 11 a.m. next weekend. But want to give some love to some of the other sports, too, because, you know, Razorback basketball. Eric Musselman moved at the media today, so I'm sure we'll have some more uh, details on that. But doesn't look like uh, Jalen Graham is just a full go just yet. Uh, is he still battling back from injury? Don't know exactly his role in the Purdue game. But uh, Eric Musselman did say that Trevin Brazil will be going anywhere between 15, 25 minutes, somewhere in there, to play up against Purdue. So they're trying not to rush him back, trying to get his feet wet, trying to get him back into the business. But uh, we'll see how that plays out for them against Purdue. But also, the Arkansas men's basketball team is going to be – they always do these invitationals, these tournaments, this non-conference deal, whatever you want to call it. But uh, next year – this year the Bahamas. But next year is the Rady Children's Invitational in San Diego. Gee, I wonder if Eric Musselman had anything to do with that, considering he's from San Diego. But it's going to be a, a few teams of note in there as Arkansas will be going up against Purdue, another team that they're playing in the exhibition this weekend, Notre Dame and BYU as part of the Invitational. Each team will play twice as part of the event at Lion Tree Arena on the campus of UC San Diego, and the dates will be for November 28th and 29th of next year, which is Thanksgiving and the following day. That's kind of the difference of the Bahamas deal is that it's actually in the beginning of the Thanksgiving week, but this one's actually going to be on the day of Thanksgiving and the following day, which I, I may be mistaken, but I felt like that's what the PK-80 was. Uh, wasn't it on Thanksgiving and the day after? I think it was something like that. Yeah, when they it was did around it. that time. Yeah, it was just it was you know celebrate Phil Knight's birthday. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's it's a great invitational. It's just great to be involved in these invitationals, and this will be one for a great cause there in uh, San Diego. Which again, I know Eric Musselman's really pumped about being out. Anytime you can go to the West Coast, uh, he's always going to be a fan. But uh, to go to his hometown like San Diego and be able to have some uh, great basketball there against some solid teams, he's always for that as well. But there you have it. There's your Razor Hog update. Presented by True Service. We're going to take a top of the hour update. When we come back, however, we're going to be joined by Matt McLaren of 96.7 The Ticket down in Dallas. We'll get his thoughts and opinions not only on the Rangers making it to the World Series, but also I'm sure we'll talk a little Dallas Cowboys and maybe some SEC football with him too. But it's all coming up next here on Out of Bounds on Trigger Tuesday, so stay with us. Make plans now to be at the Pine Bluff Regional Park Saturday, October 28th for one of the world's largest barbecue championships. It's the annual Sissy's Log Cabin Smoke on the Water Championship presented by Saracen Casino. Food trucks, sampling, craft vendors, games for the kids, and it's all free for the entire family. And this year's event is headlined by Bluff It, featuring the Son of a Sailor Band's tribute to the one and only Jimmy Buffett and the Coral Reefer Band. For more information, visit SmokeOnTheWaterBBQ.com. This ad paid for with accommodations to take funds in Arkansas's land of legends, tourism, 